All right, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in to episode 11 of Live from the Ley Line. No housekeeping for you guys. Um, me and Avery were a little less structured with this one. We were just kind of having a conversation about what's going on in the world and where things might be headed in the financial situation. So I hope you guys enjoy. If, if you like it, give us a five-star review, a follow, write a review if there's something you want to say. Um, yeah, love you guys and thanks for listening. Enjoy. Oh, yeah, we're Yo. live. What's up, man? How are you, you doing, Avery? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Weather's been nice, been enjoying yeah. that. Oh, yeah, I heard it was raining a lot there. It's like it'll say it's gonna rain. I think it ends up like raining on the mountain. Okay, the rest of the town stays nice and fucking yeah. Nice and clear. I'm in Colorado Springs for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. And we're tucked right up against a mountain range. It's actually fun fact. That's where NORAD is. The fucking, the famous, you know, uh, is it an Air Force base? Yeah. Yeah. Famous Air Force base where they say there's alien research and, you know, anybody that follows fucking, I think it was William Cooper was the one who got shown shit up there at Cheyenne Mountain. Yeah. He wrote all his books. We hold a pale horse and shit. Yep. Uh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, over here in Arizona. We're starting to get up to that point where it's going to be a hundred soon. Oh, fuck and then, that. yeah. Right. When you think that's bad, it jumps another 20 degrees. So <laughs> bro, that's cooking egg on your fucking sidewalk weather. Oh, easily. That's far. I couldn't handle that. I it's, <laughs> it's been like 75, 80 here lately. And I'm already starting to be like, Oh God, you get in the yeah. car and the fucking seatbelts hot, the steering wheels hot everything's yeah. hot you can't get away from it exactly yep it's frustrating uh instead of here in, in colorado you gotta warm up your car most of the time mm-hmm. here you gotta go and cool that bitch off <laughs> turn that ac on yeah. <laughs> you're pulling ice packs out of the fucking freezer to sit on while you're yeah. in there yeah it's fucked up dude um okay so question um you live alone with your girlfriend or fiance girlfriend 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 yep little baby Yes, sir. A dog. Yep. Um, Have you noticed? Yeah. (laughs) Have you noticed uh, your cost of living go up at all? Um, yes, but we've also been like upgrading what we've been living in, and so the cost has been going up with that. We were like started out in like a dorm style living in this apartment complex, so you'd rent a room. Yeah. And it was like six hundred a room, I think, which was pretty good. Yeah. And then we moved out, and we were living with our like roommates that were in the apartment they got a house so we had lived with them and that was a little bit more expensive than we wanted for like the space we had you know yeah um and now here like we pay with everything all said and done it's probably like 1100 somewhere oh, in yeah. there with like the, the rent utilities internet like all bases covered you know yeah um which is that's bad. not bad yeah no, it's not bad. um yeah i personally notice like just going grocery shopping yeah. Like I used to budget like $150 for groceries a week. And that was plenty for me and my girlfriend. And we have a dog now yeah. too. But and that was plenty to stock up the fridge, freezer. And to get like extra shit. Like shit you didn't even yeah. Wasn't drinks, necessarily the essential. Drinks, cleaning supplies. Like it was about 150. And I was like, I never really stressed about it. And right. now, now like literally just in two or three years it's like i'm surprised if i don't spend 300 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's tough, man. We're in that same boat. What we've been doing so that it never seems like too much of a sticker shock. And this might just be, you know, me playing into my own delusions, but I'll just go and get like a meal or two at a time. Yeah. Keep it like under 50, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't ever feel that like $300 swipe. Right. I know what you mean. I know exactly what you mean, bro. It just, I, I instantly get in a bad mood as soon as I spend a little bit of money. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, I start seeing that thing tacking up and I'm like, fucking, yeah, I get pissed. Yeah. Even I if I'm, you. even if I'm shopping for myself too, like, I'll get my girl some shoes and I'll get me a pair of shoes and then we'll leave and she'll be like, like, why are you in such a bad mood? And I'm like, you just got shoes. And I'm like, well, you're like, I'm that pissed. was almost $200. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> my wallet money. hurts. Yeah. Grind my gears. Yeah. It just sucks. <clears throat> I'm in that same boat, but then I'll have like impulsive purchases that I'll go on, you know, where it's yeah. like, I don't even care. I don't even think about the money getting spent. And then you look at it, your, your bank account and you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, what did I do? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, what I'm getting into is, um, according to all the experts, the economic experts, we're about to default on our, uh, debt cap Mm. and, um, they're predicting that it'll send us into a recession that is predicted to be worse than the 2008 recession. Worse than 2008. Worse than, Yeah. Jesus, 2008 was rough. That was like two years. Yeah. The worst, that was the worst one since the fucking Great Depression. Yep. So, yeah, if that happens, all prices are going to just skyrocket for anything. Fuck the middle that. class will literally be screwed. And um, it'll actually eliminate the middle class, is what it will do. You'll either be rich or you'll be poor. Yep. Yeah. And Which, um, it's kind of part of the, like we were talking about in the last episode, it's part of the 2030 agenda. It is. It's to eliminate yeah. the middle class. Yeah. And so obviously that's a horrible thing. Uh, America is built on the middle class. Well, absolutely. That's, you who, know? that's who builds the country. <laughs> yeah. You know, they who do uh, all the blue collar work. And yeah, I just think that's really scary. Um, inflation is already through the roof. It is. And yeah, I just thought it would be something interesting to kind of go back and forth about. Like, I I have to get premium gas for my car. Okay. And over here right now, it's up to $6 still. Holy shit, a gallon? Yeah, yeah, a gallon. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and so... We're, we're down to like 320 and I get normal gas. Yeah. But it's like, it bounces between like 320 and 380 Yeah. Right now, which is still a lot higher than it usually... I remember in high school, it was like... 180 175 yeah. for a fucking gallon yeah i know that 20 so, 20 and like it used to it's crazy um you'll see in gas stations all over the place right now like a lot of unleaded is more expensive than diesel yes i've been seeing like, that. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense um yeah, yeah so i just think sense. it's really scary and really important um what they're talking about doing is uh, having another vote and doing what they always do and just raising the bar, raising the cap. And I mean, that that will just put a Band-Aid on the gaping wound that is the American debt. Well, and it's just <laughs> going to prolong it. It's like, okay, we're not going to deal with this now. We'll deal with it then. Exactly. And so that happens. I guess we can relax a little bit, but it's just not helping anything. No, no. And... Like you made a good point analogy of like putting a band-aid on a it's probably it's like a band-aid on a broken bone you need to literally mend the bone but you're yeah. like oh 
it's fine. The skin's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, it is terrifying. I've noticed inflation has, has like doubled in the last year. Yeah. And it's stayed at this, this high level. Usually when it gets high like this, it'll regulate very pretty quickly, but it's stayed at this level. It's like, I think last time I checked, it was like eight or 9%. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. That means every year, you know, a dollar is going to be worth about 92 cents. Yeah. Is what that means. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Terrifying. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a really tough problem to solve as well. I really think the best way to start would to be go back to being a really big outsourcer country, mm-hmm. um, you know, an exporter. I agree. Because um, we were on a decent track with that. We were pretty, we were almost self-sustainable on oil at one point, I think. Well, we were exporting oil uh, yeah. when the orange man was in charge Yeah. Um, for that. And I, maybe even before that, but he, we were exporting oil. But yeah. Then you know, all the pipeline stuff. And the pipeline, yeah, yeah. Um, which is a whole other conversation entirely. We yeah. can get into that when we talk about. We should have an episode about Biden and. Yeah. Just what went on with that, like right at the beginning of his presidency. Yeah. As you could tell, there was a lot of things on the uh, the leftist agenda. And I don't even know if it's like left at this point. It's like the fucking the, sh- the puppeteers agenda. Yeah. And they're using the left because that's the easiest way to, to get these things pushed through. Yeah. Um, Cause they veil it with these, you know, with, with seemingly good things. Right. And they sneak it under, you know, but it, yeah, we should, I won't spend too much time on it, but that would be a fun episode to go into. It, it would. Yeah. He, um he pretty much is doing everything he can to destroy the middle class, but <laughs> Yeah. That was the first thing he did when he stepped foot into the office was cancel the Keystone. I know. Um, I know. Right after he uh, fucking made it legal for for trans men, um, tra- uh, you know, trans people to be in sports with yeah. women. Yeah. You know, there's a lot. That's of something I actually that. wanted to touch on real quick as well. Is like, you would think that all the feminists of the world would not be so pro transgender males um getting into women's sports and positions and stuff like that because it's like didn't you guys fight for super long to have all these rights that yeah. stupid males would take away from you exactly and now they're and, but it's the same thing they're being preyed on by these fucking males i know and so now transitioning into women and yeah so it's like women have come thing. so far in their history and now men are just shitting on them saying, yeah. I actually want to be a girl now. And then <laughs> going and, and being the best swimmer they've ever seen. Like if <laughs> I'm a feminist, I'd be like, what the fuck? Well, and a lot of them are. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are. I don't want to make any illusions because most of them are like, what the fuck? They're reasonable. Yeah. And like, dude, this is not what we're fighting for. This yeah. Because what, what's happening is it's being co-opted. Yeah, they took a movement that was already gaining traction and had a lot of people behind it because it is a good movement. Yeah, for acceptance and whatnot and inclusion. Right. But there's a point when it gets taken too far, and it you know this happens when this agenda takes over these movements, and they end up taking it to the extreme, and then it almost makes the people that were supporting it originally, it pulls them out to these extreme views. Yeah. You know totally. what I mean? Because yeah, that's a really good point. You know, they're being they're holding on to it because they don't want to let go of the idea that, like, well, of course you have to be inclusive for trans people. 
yeah then it's like you have this this man who transitioned into a woman who's like fucking shattering orbitals and girls on MMA. Yeah. With like two punches, just yeah. destroying their faces, multiple of them. And then it's like, okay, but is, you don't see an issue with this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's just being co-opted and it's being fucking taken advantage of by these people who obviously are no good in the male division or they wouldn't transfer. Right. But then they transfer over to the women's division and they're crushing ass, bro. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh oh, I saw something sneak behind. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um. <laughs> uh. Anyways, do you, I'll let you take it. What is a recession? Okay, so just summed. A, a recession essentially, it's really easy to explain. It just means two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Yeah, that's all that means. Um, uh, and there hasn't really been anything like that. And honestly, two quarters in a row would be pretty easy to do you know and considering at the margin at the margin that we're at right now we're only at like plus 1.6 plus 1.2 for the last two months yeah so it's not like we're having a crazy high gdp and so a negative 1.2 or negative 1.5 two row two months in a row or not months rather quarters which is fucking three months um but two quarters in a row six months of negative growth it couldn't constitute a lot of like impact to our economy, but we would technically be in a recession. Yeah. Um, and that's how they label it. But it's interesting to hear that they think it's going to be worse than the 2008. I can yeah. see that what they did with the stimulus checks and, um, you know, with the, the raising of prices and groceries and commodities that we're seeing all over the place. Yeah. And, um, I liked what you said about the disappearing, the disappearing middle class. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen. You either can afford to live or you can't. Because yep. what's happening slowly. Yep. You know, and people have become accustomed to living within their means. And I think as a prideful, you know, posturing way, they're going to hold on to the lifestyle that they're used to, even of though course. they can't afford it anymore. And then they're going to become part of the poor class. And that's yep. how they, that's how they separate you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep, I, you hit the hit the nail on the head there. Um, and it's crazy. I like how you mentioned like stimulus checks and stuff like that. Is people don't realize that money is never ever free in this country. No. You always pay it back. How? By raising taxes. Correct. Every single time. Oh yeah, we're paying for that. Oh yeah. So. So inflation's been going up so much, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just sucks, man. You just keep on. <laughs> you just keep on raising the bar and raising the bar and raising the bar. You're never going to solve anything. Oh, I know. Well, and it's because it, it gets really dangerous because what happens is a lot of people, this is a misconception that a lot of people have. They think that the federal reserve is part of the government. It's not, it's a separate entity from the government. And that's where we get all our money from. That's why inflation goes up is because they raise their interest rate on the dollar they're loaning to the government and to the American people. That's yeah. why inflation happens. And yep. so what, what's about to happen again is they're going to continue to increase their fucking interest rates yep. because they're having to loan out more money and the dollar's becoming worth less. They need to get their money from it. It's, you know, they're going to get theirs. Yeah. Regardless, the house always wins. Oh yeah. Fortunately. Yep. Um, but, and so people always think that it's like the government's fault. Our government is falling prey to this fucking entity as well. Yeah. And while I don't like trust the government, in this case, the government's getting fucked with us. 
yep. on these rates from this fucking entity. It's very interesting. We got to do a whole episode on the Federal Reserve. I've got some good notes about that shit. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, what's that book about it? Jackal Island or something? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think that's what it's called. I couldn't remember. I was going to try and remember the name, but I didn't want to bring it up if I couldn't remember. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, it talks all about how there was this island outside of New York um, that all the fucking, it was like the Rothschilds and, and Morgan Chase and the Rockefellers and maybe the Bush family. I'm not sure if they really had stake and shit back then yet, but either way, just came up with this plan to create an entity where they all kind of pool in and they, because they had such incredible amounts of wealth, they were the banker families from times past and, and, oh, yeah. and empires past. And so they're like, well, let's set up this entity so that we can fund this country. Yeah. And, you know, it, I guess the country wouldn't have worked without it. You need a central banking system, but they need to you be, do. they need to be regulated. And it's just, it's scary because you can fall prey to their interest rates very quickly and they yeah. bleed you of all your resources. I think that's a big thing that these central banks do to the United States and to a lot of other countries that they go to is they'll trade you this little fucking piece of paper that they print with super cheap materials for your gold. Yep. And you give them all your gold, man. And that's the, that's something that is actually a commodity. That's something Tangible. that, if, yeah, if I could give anybody advice for what's going to happen if this recession does happen and there's a crash in the economy, don't buy the central bank digital currency. Don't buy another fucking foreign currency. Just buy gold and buy silver. Yeah. Because it's those are one of the things that aren't really going to lose their value. Right. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. I don't think they will. I think so many other countries give it value. It's it's one of those things that's like, but you're right, you know. Yeah. But it only has value because we give it value. I mean, no, what, what I, could uh, you do with gold? If somebody if it, came, if it was the end of the world and you had a chunk of gold, what are you going to do with gold? That's very true. Yeah. Like you know, the first thing you think when you find gold is I'm going to trade it for cash. Correct. <laughs> you know? Correct. I guess what you can do with gold is trick some poor fool into taking the gold from you. Yeah. And giving you something worth anything like a cow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really liked what you said, though. Like, gotta, we have to fight the digital currencies. Yes. Have to. Yes. Literally the first step into becoming China. <laughs> oh i know dude it's scary i uh, i watched this video today on my phone of these kids with these ai headbands on have you seen oh that? yeah and it's got a little light on it and it'll fucking tell the teacher if you're paying attention or not dude. yeah among other things yeah it's that whole ai school over there that shit's insane if they look at their phone it'll tell the teacher like yes how much time they spend on their phone how much time they spend actually doing the work uh Oh, it's terrifying. And all those analytics get sent right to the school and right to the fucking parents, bro. Yeah. My parents, my ass would have been bright red all through school if they could see how much I was paying attention. Oh, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe 15% of the time. Still passed, though. I don't know what that tells you about the fucking education system. Yeah. Yeah. And the scary part is they said that, like, most of the parents totally are okay with it. They're totally consenting to that well, program. Well, it's probably because they were conditioned through a similar program with less technology. Yeah. Yeah. It takes generations to do this kind of shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know who was telling me about, or not telling me, I was listening to a podcast, you know, in a, in a roundabout way, he was telling me about it. Um, yeah. But they were explaining that it takes three generations for, um, for conditioning to take hold. Yep. And that's something they learned through uh, 
from Nazi Germany. That was one of the tests they would do is yeah. generational trauma or sexual abuse to see what kind of effects it has on these people. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting yeah. that you just went into that because, yeah, that's what um, that's what modern schooling is. If yeah. you didn't know, back to the Rothschilds, just like always, um, they basically set the standards for modern education. And all it is all it is doing is conditioning you to be a really good employee yeah. or I mean, what it originally was meant for was factory work. That's why there's the bell. Yeah. The bell, the bell is very indicative of a factory. Like that's, yeah. They're getting you conditioned to these factories. That's why you stand in line. You sit yeah. in a row. They get you used to being organized into these yeah. fucking parameters, these social parameters, and yeah. then conditioned with these fucking Pavlov bells. The shit goes off and you're like, oh, next class. Or, yeah. Oh, lunchtime. You know? So if you go back and you look at the transcripts from the meetings they were having about putting together the modern educational system, uh, one of the famous quotes from it that I love is um, they go, what in the world are we going to teach kids for eight hours a day, five days a week? And you know what they said? Hmm. We're going to teach them everything about nothing. <laughs> wow. I love that. <laughs> It's so true, man. It is true. I mean, think back to the things that you genuinely use on a regular basis that you learned from school. I can't name you one. I don't. And, and now that we have iPhones, I don't even fucking need the math they taught me. Yeah. Back then, it was like, mm, sometimes I'll bust out some math or some yeah. vision. Maybe grammar. I think grammar is one of the biggest things that I actually took from it. Yeah. Just like language studies and grammar, the ability to read really well. Well, yeah. Like, it's different. Like. Obviously, you have to learn those base yeah things. Of but course, you use that stuff. Some of the stupidest shit. Yeah, exactly. Everything you know? about nothing, bro. It's like thank God they taught me the Pythagorean theorem because it really comes in handy during triangle season. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use that stuff for? Like, I'm sure there's careers where you do use it. Like if, if that's your goals and that's your dreams, like that's awesome. But that shouldn't be a, a like a prerequisite. That should be a, a what the fuck is the name for it? Like some, you know, a class like, that you take extracurricular. Yeah, it be something that you choose to do. It shouldn't be something that we're all funneled into. Yeah, you know. I think also, and this is this might not be a realistic worldview. Might be kind of utopian, but I think kids should be taught based on what they're interested in and what they're good at i agree i think from a young age and not like you should condition these kids to be good at certain things but you should just kind of let them be free range for like the first two or three grades yeah and just give them ample opportunity to do what they can yeah and just watch them take yes. notes see what these kids are good at and then you're like damn dude that kid that kid can jump really high like let's yeah. start getting him into sports if he's interested yeah you know and then, you know, maybe Susie just sits over there and fucking draws in the dirt for four hours a day. And you're like, dude, get Susie some crayons and some paper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just start teaching a very specific curriculum for the type of student you're going to be. No, I really love that. I think kids would freaking excel. I think if, we have a lot more people that are experts. Yeah. You know, if they weren't literally forced by a grading system. Yeah. Because, you know, it just creates so boxed in yeah it just creates so much stress and it does i'm not saying everyone should just get handouts i'm absolutely not for that but no, i'm i'm no. totally with you like if a kid excels at reading 
and he doesn't want to go into, you know, algebra three mm-hmm. and learn about why X equals pancakes, <laughs> then they shouldn't have to. So yeah, I, I'm right there I with agree. you. I've always thought that way. You know, we used to talk about this in school all the yep. time. Yep. We would talk like, about it with the teachers, dude, and they would fucking agree with us. Yeah. I loved it. My brain does not work with X equals this, this, this. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I'm not interested in learning it. Well, and it's because it's my such life an does not depend idea. on it. No, it's such an yeah. abstract idea that you never fucking have to use. And especially yeah. like, oh my God, I would love to go back in the day and all those teachers that were like, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket. It's like, dude, I got a little one on my wrist and one in my pocket. <laughs> I could pull yeah. up a really strong one on my computer in the browser. Like, dude, they're everywhere. Yeah. And, and what happens? We're stuck without computers and, you know, it's a survival situation. I'm not going to be drawing out fucking triangles and figuring out what the angle is. Right. You know, it's, I don't know, maybe for cartography, that would be useful. Yeah. If you're making a map and you're trying to triangulate a position and figure out how many miles, but yeah, I don't know. But there's people that excel in that. Correct. So. You would have some, hopefully you have somebody in your group that could do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but I mean, we know plenty of kids in school that were like, oh, no, yeah, like, this is really important. I really like this stuff. And they're good at it. Yeah. And they excelled. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking let's just go like, let's go into like World of Warcraft, like, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, classes, basically. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll, I'm a, I'll be a warrior. Yep. Yeah. And I'll be an alchemist. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do that. Let's just assign fucking like character roles. I love it. You guys go gather sticks, dude. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like materials. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, I think that's very. That's what's messed up about our school system right now. Yeah, is that kids are being graded on the same parameters, and then you know. I think they get their image of themselves based on how they're judged in those parameters. Oh, 100%. I think a lot of kids end up thinking they're stupid because they're not doing well at this fucking school. Yeah. This, this bullshit system that is, you know, I don't think it's designed for a very large population of people. I think no. there's like a small percentage of mindset and personality types that can thrive in a, a fucking environment like that. Yeah. And yeah, man. That's... um. That's one thing that I really do like, and I mean, no disrespect at whatsoever, but like alternative schools in mm-hmm. quotations, like, yeah. uh, isn't Yampa kind of like that? Oh yeah. Or like Yampa, you can, you know, do what you're interested in. Exactly. Sort of. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, and there's I still think that's like, really cool. There's still prerequisites. You still, there's still math and of course, yeah. Reading and, you know, but it also lets you they're not so strict on the parameters of like you have to do this paper with this prompt and i'm going to grade you on these rules and if they don't fit these rules your paper's bad yeah you know it's like they're really using the the teacher's own discernment like is this kid understanding what i'm trying to teach them are they using their brain like they should be right it's much more of that you know i really like that i really support that i love it i, I wish i had gone to yamp all four years yeah. But who knows? I might have fucked off too much. Yeah. That's the other thing is like you have to be really oriented. And, and there's some people that are on their shit and they go and they do a great job. I don't yeah. think I would have been that person. Yeah. I think I would have fucked off way too much with the a opportunity. A little too much freedom. 
Yeah, exactly. I think I needed to be reined in. I, dude, I went to, we went to Coleridge and you, I, we were like basically in a prison. Yeah. Like a farm. They'd lock the doors on us. And yep. <laughs> there's no civilization. The nearest phone I, is six miles. Yep. <laughs> I've always said that too. Yeah. That's cool. Just, and it really didn't help with the staff. No. You know? No, it was a prison and they were mean prison guards. Yeah. It could have it could have been an okay school, but the staff was awful. Yep. Uh yep. I do not miss those. I mean, I, I don't know. I miss the the community of high school. Yeah. But I don't miss the authority. Yeah. But I think you find that in every aspect. I don't like my bosses now. I don't think you're ever really supposed to. Yeah. If you, totally. if you like your boss too much, I think they're you're either a fucking teacher's pet and you're a weirdo. Yeah. Or you know. I don't know. You're getting too complacent. Right. You're enjoying them putting thumbs on you. Nobody, <laughs> nobody fucking likes that. Nobody should like that at least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to read a book called The Alchemist. Yeah, by Paulo Coelho. Yeah, you've, have you read it? Uh, when I was younger, I, I started oh, you a little bit of it. My mom used to tell me she would read that book all the time. Yeah. I don't know if she read it all the time. She read it once, but she would talk about it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she would just say, like, while she was reading it, she didn't feel like this was, like, knowledge for her, but, she, like, that it was her job to read it so that she could tell me to read it. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool. So I need to read it. Yeah, one of my goals has been to read more books because I haven't read a book since junior year probably. Me too. <laughs> I, I don't read. I, I, I listen to a book. Okay, yeah, that counts. Yeah, I'll listen to a book or I'll fucking, you know, I'll read lengthy articles. Yeah. I'll read articles that should be books. But yeah, <laughs> I want to read that one. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's about, to sum it up, it's basically just about like how you have to take paths, like where your life is leading you in order to find the treasure, yep. even if the treasure is right under you the whole time. Well, and I think the treasure, like an analogy I would make is like imagine like a raw piece of marble yeah that statue's always in there yeah but you got to have the artist the skilled artist and in this case that would be life or experiences yeah. chipping away the pieces that don't serve you anymore creating the final image that is you know the the diamond you know beautiful yep um you're yes, right on i need to read that book really bad I, I have heard a lot of good things and people on podcasts i listen to keep bringing it up and yeah yeah that's something i need to look into hell yeah um what was I gonna say? But sorry. You still playing uh what's it called? Medieval two or whatever? Oh chivalry. A little chivalry. bit. Chivalry. I haven't yeah. touched it in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um I've been on Smite lately. I don't Ooh, know. A little Smite? Yeah, I don't know if anybody knows what Smite is, but you play as different gods, yeah, deities, and you, you fight each other. It's kind of like League of Legends. Yeah. Um it's pretty fun. That's sick, yeah. It's fun, but it's one of those games that makes me want to break shit. Yeah. It's so frustrating, dude. Yeah. <sighs> um, I'm going to get into uh, Diablo 4 is about to come out. Oh, hell yeah. Like a newer World of Warcraft in a way, kind of. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The Diablo games are dope. Yeah. I think I how's uh, how's Pool? Pool's been going good, dude. I've actually got League tonight. Oh yeah. Fucking, yeah, after we're done recording this, I'll probably do a little editing and run off. Um it's been going good. I love it. Pool's so much fun. I fucking oh, yeah. 
I'm going to be an old man and I'm going to be a shark in the pool hall one of these days. Hell dude. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm, t- I'm not quite there yet, but if I stick up with the practice, you know, yeah, keep it up. I'll be very good. I've been enjoying it. Hell yeah, man. I want to go to Vegas, bro. There's the opportunity to go to Vegas every, every session. Like I know three or four months. I, I know if you make Vegas. it, if you make it, that'd be lit, dude. I'll meet you out there, dude. We'd have some, Oh, Oh Lord. We'd get a little rowdy if we were in Vegas together. Oh yeah. Jesus. Have to, we'd have to for old time's sake, <laughs> dude. Okay. So there's this, uh, bar in Vegas called the ice bar. The ice and bar. you walk through a door and the whole entire bar is made of ice, except for the floor, obviously. And so, even the bar and the glasses that you get are made out of ice. Is everything, is it cold in there? Yeah. They give you like a big jacket and gloves. It's really cool. It's a cool vibe. But uh, for my birthday, I got so trashed in there that every drink they would hand me, I'd drink it and then I'd throw the glass <laughs> and it would shatter. Like an animal. I love and they, it. They let me get through about six before they kicked me out. And That's then, uh, so awesome that they just kept bringing you drinks after you're shattering your glass. <laughs> I know. And uh, that night was bad. So after that, um, my girlfriend is like trying to chase me down because I'm just drunk and I'm just running through the casinos. Hell yeah, just being a menace. Yeah. And she said at one point, I like went down this hallway and you know the emergency phone booths? Yeah. The little dial phones on the wall. <laughs> she said that I threw a spinning back kick and kicked one off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah she was just chasing me through that whole casino oh my god just threw a back kick at the fucking oh the phone. dude you had to let everybody know what was going on yeah i can't control myself in vegas dude i get rowdy oh i love it i would probably eat too many mushrooms and get weird if i was in vegas yeah i think yeah that would yeah, be yeah you gotta be careful dude about literally like 35 people will walk up to you trying to sell you coke and it's oh, always feds. like bacon soda fentanyl or feds yeah yeah probably most crazy yeah you just yeah you can't do cocaine anymore no not that i ever did any cocaine Me neither. ever i don't even really know what cocaine smells like but um yeah, you're not supposed to do any more cocaine in the states because it's the fentanyl is going to kill you. Yeah, it's this is a great conspiracy tangent, but fentanyl is being funneled through our country by China right now. Yeah, it is, and I think they're using it to kill off a large population and to make it to where the the drugs you can't really fall back on the drugs anymore. It's going to push people away from any kind of drug, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, you probably shouldn't be doing those drugs anyways. But I don't think you deserve to die if you do those drugs. Which is yeah, that's the sad part, and that's the sad reality that's happening. Yeah, um, yeah, it's nothing to fuck with. China sent in a bunch of fucking chemists to Mexico, right on our border, to teach these dudes how to cook fentanyl to yeah. make it and how to put it into their product. And so they've been funneling it up here. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Um... The U.S. has always just basically allowed, if not in, um, directly brought in drugs into America because oh, yeah. it's all just like anything else. It's all a big circle of an economic ring. Yep. So they bring in the drugs. They actually probably make money off of that. Oh, I'm sure. And then I'm they sure can arrest the shit out bombs. of people for it and make yep. money on that. So well, they're double dipping. Then they can throw you in their government fucking yep. work camp, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, 
yeah, the for anybody that doesn't think our our government would sell drugs, you're sorely mistaken. And maybe well, they do not, legally. Yeah, maybe not directly the government, but for a fact, the CIA was funneling cocaine to fund the Nicaraguan Contra. Oh yeah, you guys can look up. It's so so interesting and compelling. What was his name? Was it Gary Webb? I think so. Yeah, that sound right. He got fucking suicided. Yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. he was he was coming out with all this shit, and he was talking all about it. Um, yeah, it's it's terrifying. Yeah, they'll make you a part of it, and then they'll make a fall guy. I think that's what Epstein was. You know, they'll, oh, 100%. Like, they'll do all this evil shit, and then they'll be like. Oh, it was him. Yep. You know, <laughs> get him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. You know how many Epstein Islands there are? Oh, there's Epstein's Island probably isn't the coolest one. <laughs> they probably got even cooler ones down there. Yeah. Do we, do we talk about that? That's funny. Uh, yeah, that, that one's probably low grade. That's like a, that's like a holiday in. Yeah, exactly dude. <laughs> the, the real billionaire pedophiles see that island and they're like bro they look at it like a motel six like, yeah 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 they lock their yacht doors on the way past epstein's island <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so funny all right man well i'm kind of getting fuzzy you uh you want to go on the end of this yeah yeah, yeah i'm fucking i've i've uh spewed enough word salad for everybody yeah. i think um i, I think, think this is sum it up one. Be ready for the recession. Yes. Hopefully they raise the bar, even though that's just going to make it worse. But it will be a good time to make some money. Correct. So, so that's the biggest thing with a recession. We'll end on this note. But yeah, uh, don't be a victim. Fucking figure out how to invest. Find some yeah. capital. Um, either purchase some real estate if dip. Yep. Buy something that's going to go up with price. Like look into it. Recessions are where the most money is made. Yep. And it's not by the middle class or the poor. The rich all make money off of these things. I'm sure it's all planned. I bet recessions are part of the money-making scheme. One million percent. They got to crumble it every couple of years so they can write it off and start it over again. Yep. After they're done siphoning out all the money they can. Yep. <sighs> yeah, it's fucked up. <sighs> it's fucked up. And uh, folks, real quick, dude, stay tuned, everybody, because me and Avery are going to be doing a little interview with your boy Mark Steves. Yeah. Who He's a very interesting dude. He does the My Family Thinks I'm Crazy podcast. And he also does all the booking for Sam Tripoli on Tinfoil Hat. And so I'm excited to have a conversation with him. He's going to enlighten yeah. us on how to do better with our podcast, how to grow it. And he's got this platform, Alt Media United, that hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll let us post our shit to. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think that'll be exciting. That's, that'll be next Wednesday. Big moves. Um, so, yeah, dude. We'll probably end up recording an episode before that. But yeah, I think that's something to look forward to. I'm very excited oh, yeah. for it. All righty. Hell yeah, motherfucker. Hey, it was good talking to you, bro. Yeah, it's good to talk to you as well. And uh, yeah, I hope you have a good rest of your night. And folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, peace. Peace.